We are reading 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 30, through chapter 11, verse 21, and Psalm 119, verses 145 through 160, here on Commuter Bible OT. In our last episode, the military commander Jehu was anointed as king. He and his men set out immediately to put an end to the house of Ahab, and in the process, he also killed the king of Judah, the evil king Ahaziah. Today, Jehu continues his conquest with a number of cunning strategies, killing Ahab's wife Jezebel, overthrowing the house of Ahab, destroying the prophets of Baal, and avenging the blood of Naboth the Gileadite on behalf of the Lord. Remember that the Lord predicted Ahab's fall through Elijah, who has since been taken up into glory. Finally, we catch up with our last reading from 2 Chronicles as we read about Athaliah and Jehoiada. 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 30 through chapter 11, verse 21. When Jehu came to Jezreel, Jezebel heard about it. So she painted her eyes, fixed her hair, and looked down from the window. As Jehu entered the city gate, she said, Do you come in peace, Zimri, killer of your master? He looked up toward the window and said, Who is on my side? Who? Two or three eunuchs looked down at him, and he said, Throw her down! So they threw her down, and some of her blood splattered on the wall and on the horses, and Jehu rode over her. Then he went in, ate and drank, and said, Take care of this cursed woman and bury her, since she's a king's daughter. But when they went out to bury her, they did not find anything but the skull, the feet, and the hands. So they went back and told him, and he said, This fulfills the Lord's word that he spoke through his servant Elijah the Tishbite. In the plot of land at Jezreel, the dogs will eat Jezebel's flesh. Jezebel's corpse will be like manure on the surface of the ground in the plot of land at Jezreel, so that no one will be able to say, This is Jezebel. Since Ahab had 70 sons in Samaria, Jehu wrote letters and sent them to Samaria to the rulers of Jezreel, to the elders, and to the guardians of Ahab's sons, saying, Your master's sons are with you, and you have chariots, horses, a fortified city, and weaponry. So when this letter arrives, select the most qualified of your master's sons, Set him on his father's throne and fight for your master's house. However, they were terrified and reasoned. Look, two kings couldn't stand against him. How can we? So the overseer of the palace, the overseer of the city, the elders and the guardians sent a message to Jehu. We are your servants and we will do whatever you tell us. We will not make anyone king. Do whatever you think is right. Then Jehu wrote them a second letter, saying, If you are on my side, and if you will obey me, 
bring me the heads of your master's sons at this time tomorrow at Jezreel. All seventy of the king's sons were being cared for by the city's prominent men. When the letter came to them, they took the king's sons and slaughtered all seventy, put their heads in baskets, and sent them to Jehu at Jezreel. When the messenger came and told him, They have brought the heads of the king's sons. The king said, Pile them in two heaps at the entrance of the city gate until morning. The next morning when he went out and stood at the gate, he said to all the people, You are innocent. It was I who conspired against my master and killed him. But who struck down all these? Know then, that not a word the Lord spoke against the house of Ahab will fail. For the Lord has done what he promised through his servant Elijah. So Jehu killed all who remained of the house of Ahab in Jezreel, all his great men, close friends, and priests, leaving him no survivors. Then he set out and went to Samaria. On the way, while he was at beth Echad of the shepherds, Jehu met the relatives of King Ahaziah of Judah and asked, Who are you? They answered, We're Ahaziah's relatives. We've come down to greet the king's sons and the queen mother's sons. Then Jehu ordered, Take them alive. So they took them alive and then slaughtered them at the pit of Beth Echid. Forty-two men. He didn't spare any of them. When he left there, he found Jehonadab, son of Rechab, coming to meet him. He greeted him and then asked, Is your heart one with mine? It is, Jehonadab replied. Jehu said, If it is, give me your hand. So he gave him his hand, and Jehu pulled him up into the chariot with him. Then he said, Come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. So he let him ride with him in his chariot. When Jehu came to Samaria, he struck down all who remained from the house of Ahab in Samaria, until he had annihilated his house, according to the word of the Lord spoken to Elijah. Then Jehu brought all the people together and said to them, Ahab served Baal a little, but Jehu will serve him a lot. Now, therefore, summon to me all the prophets of Baal, all his servants and all his priests. None must be missing, for I have a great sacrifice for Baal. Whoever is missing will not live. However, Jehu was acting deceptively in order to destroy the servants of Baal. Jehu commanded, Consecrate a solemn assembly for Baal. So they called one. Then Jehu sent messengers throughout all Israel, and all the servants of Baal came. No one failed to come. They entered the temple of Baal, and it was filled from one end to the other. Then he said to the custodian of the wardrobe, Bring out the garments for all the servants of Baal. So he brought out their garments. 
Then Jehu and Jehonadab son of Rechab entered the temple of Baal. And Jehu said to the servants of Baal, Look carefully to see that there are no servants of the Lord here among you, only servants of Baal. Then they went in to offer sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now Jehu had stationed eighty men outside, and he warned them, Whoever allows any of the men I am placing in your hands to escape will forfeit his life for theirs. When he finished offering the burnt offering, Jehu said to the guards and officers, Go in and kill them. Don't let anyone out. So they struck them down with the sword. Then the guards and officers threw the bodies out and went into the inner room of the temple of Baal. They brought out the pillar of the temple of Baal and burned it, and they tore down the pillar of Baal. Then they tore down the temple of Baal and made it a latrine, which it still is today. Jehu eliminated Baal worship from Israel, but he did not turn away from the sins that Jeroboam son of Nebat had caused Israel to commit, worshiping the gold calves that were in Bethel and Dan. Nevertheless, the Lord said to Jehu, Because you have done well in carrying out what is right in my sight, and have done to the house of Ahab all that was in my heart, four generations of your sons will sit on the throne of Israel. Yet Jehu was not careful to follow the instruction of the Lord God of Israel with all his heart. He did not turn from the sins that Jeroboam had caused Israel to commit. In those days the Lord began to reduce the size of Israel. Hazael defeated the Israelites throughout their territory from the Jordan eastward, the whole land of Gilead, the Gadites, the Reubenites, and the Manassites, from Arawer, which is by the Arnon Valley, through Gilead to Bashan. The rest of the events of Jehu's reign, along with all his accomplishments and all his might, are written in the historical record of Israel's kings. Jehu rested with his ancestors and was buried in Samaria. His son Jehoahaz became king in his place. The length of Jehu's reign over Israel and Samaria was 28 years. When Athaliah, Ahaziah's mother, saw that her son was dead, she proceeded to annihilate all the royal heirs. Jehosheba, who was King Jehoram's daughter and Ahaziah's sister, secretly rescued Joash, son of Ahaziah, from among the king's sons who were being killed and put him 
and the one who nursed him in a bedroom. So he was hidden from Athaliah and was not killed. Joash was in hiding with her in the Lord's temple six years while Athaliah reigned over the land. In the seventh year, Jehoiada sent for the commanders of hundreds, the Karites and the guards. He had them come to him in the Lord's temple, where he made a covenant with them and put them under oath. He showed them the king's son and commanded them, This is what you are to do. A third of you who come on duty on the Sabbath are to provide protection for the king's palace. A third are to be at the foundation gate, and a third at the gate behind the guards. You are to take turns providing protection for the palace. Your two divisions that go off duty on the Sabbath are to provide the king protection at the Lord's temple. Completely surround the king with weapons in hand. Anyone who approaches the ranks is to be put to death. Be with the king in all his daily tasks. So the commanders of hundreds did everything the priest Jehoiada commanded. They each brought their men, those coming on duty on the Sabbath and those going off duty, and came to the priest Jehoiada. The priest gave to the commanders of hundreds King David's spears and shields that were in the Lord's temple. Then the guards stood with their weapons in hand surrounding the king, from the right side of the temple to the left side, by the altar and by the temple. Jehoiada brought out the king's son, put the crown on him, gave him the testimony, and made him king. They anointed him and clapped their hands and cried, Long live the king! When Athaliah heard the noise from the guard and the crowd, she went out to the people at the Lord's temple. She looked, and there was the king, standing by the pillar according to the custom. The commanders and the trumpeters were by the king, and all the people of the land were rejoicing and blowing trumpets. Athaliah tore her clothes and screamed, Treason! Treason! Then the priest Jehoiada ordered the commanders of hundreds in charge of the army, Take her out between the ranks and put to death by the sword anyone who follows her. For the priest had said, She is not to be put to death in the Lord's temple. So they arrested her, and she went through the horse entrance to the king's palace, where she was put to death. Then Jehoiada made a covenant between the Lord, the king, and the people, that they would be the Lord's people, and another covenant between the king and the people. So all the people of the land went to the temple of Baal and tore it down. They smashed its altars and images to pieces, and they killed Matan, the priest of Baal, at the altars. Then Jehoiada the priest appointed guards for the Lord's temple. He took the commanders of hundreds, the Karites, the guards, and all the people of the land, and they brought the king from the Lord's temple. They entered the king's palace by way of the guards' gate. Then Joash sat on the throne of the kings. All the people of the land rejoiced 
and the city was quiet. For they had put Athalia to death by the sword in the king's palace. Joash was seven years old when he became king. Psalm 119, verses 145 through 160. I call with all my heart. Answer me, Lord. I will obey your statutes. I call to you. Save me, and I will keep your decrees. I rise before dawn and cry out for help. I put my hope in your word. I am awake through each watch of the night to meditate on your promise. In keeping with your faithful love, hear my voice. Lord, give me life in keeping with your justice. Those who pursue evil plans come near. They are far from your instruction. You are near, Lord, and all your commands are true. Long ago, I learned from your decrees that you have established them forever. Consider my affliction and rescue me, for I have not forgotten your instruction. Champion my cause and redeem me. Give me life as you promised. Salvation is far from the wicked because they do not study your statutes. Your compassions are many, Lord. Give me life according to your judgments. My persecutors and foes are many. I have not turned from your decrees. I have seen the disloyal and feel disgust because they do not keep your word. Consider how I love your precepts. Lord, give me life according to your faithful love. The entirety of your word is truth. Each of your righteous judgments endures forever. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways know Him, and He will make your paths straight.